This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? today. Hi! Clubs and Gold is across the country. <laughs> Hello. Everyone. Hi, get in a stranger's car at night. How's it going? This is so exciting. We, we were looking for somewhere more dimly lit for the full effect. <laughs> Just to be as, as creepy as possible well, for you. Let's, yeah, start with the normal stuff. What's, what's in the bag? Give it to us now. Uh, Oscar Montoya, everyone, Yay. put your ears together. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Oscar. Thanks for doing this with Hi. us. Thanks for having me. What a blast. Yes. Nice car. Oh, thank you. I have to get rid of it. You have to get rid of it? Why? Because Elon Musk is a straight up Nazi. Uh, like, uh, 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 there's just uh, 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 no. Well, you can't. You can't laugh it off. Like, have you it's thought bad. about? And I've seen this. Like, it's always fun to me. I there was a Bentley that put a Honda emblem on it which is kind of the opposite <laughs> and I, I would see it all the time in venice it was really funny to me that that person did that because it was a, a beautiful car and then they're like oh it'd be funny if i pretended this was a, you could do that oh, you could so just put a volkswagen logo on it or okay something. perfect yeah just let everybody just be yep because you're like no you're the one that doesn't understand i am not a white supremacist right. i i decide whether yeah. or not i well, am well then maybe don't put volkswagen that was a bad example <laughs> yeah that's uh, not, actually, <laughs> that's worst case scenario that's true that's I, true i think that people would get uh what you're saying though if you covered it up it'd be like oh, okay i get it then you're like oh here it's a ford nope that that one's bad too yeah. What all if? cars are bad? All yes. Is that what we've realized? Like all God. cars are bad. I look at the Calvin like stickers out there these days. He's peeing on all of them. <laughs> on every single fucking... Calvin was right. right. Pee on all the cars. <laughs> that's what we need. That's For 2024, that's what we all have to start doing. For sure. Golden showers for the cars. <laughs> Guys, is that a high school soccer game? Or is it a league it, soccer game? It is. It's like a high school. They have a game every single night, it feels like. <laughs> and they are loud. Uh, they are loud and they love to sing songs. Really? Oh, About yes. soccer? No. Turn turn down for what? <laughs> oh. Um, Flowers, Miley Cyrus, I heard. I'm like, this doesn't feel like a high school song. Wow. So not Jock Jams volumes 1 through 12. <laughs> no, but, not uh, anymore. That's great. I yep. know. 
We love your neighborhood. Before you got in the car, we were talking about your neighborhood, but it was oh, thank you. about the beautiful, uh, um, what are, what's that style of Victorian home? Victorian homes? Victorian, Victorian, I believe. Victorian, yes. Is that the style? Yes, they are. Yes, Victorian houses. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of beautiful houses here. Um, very close by, they, they shot uh, the show Charmed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They have the outside door. I've never, my friend was visiting from Chicago and she was like, you got to take me to the Charmed house. You got it. And I was like, okay, I've never seen the show. So yeah. I go what I, I, yeah. I go to what I assume is the Charmed house because I'm like, okay, this is kind of big and spooky. She's taking pictures of it. That's <laughs> so funny. Me. The next day when she flies back to Chicago, she's like, Oscar, that wasn't the Charmed house. <laughs> you, why did you and take like, me? <laughs> Wait, did you, so did you just kind of make it up? You're like, it must be this one. Well, I Googled, I was like Charmed house and it showed me the address. So I went and it's actually the house that was next door. Yeah. It wasn't as impressive as the house that we shot. So I was like, this we, is a cute house. You're, you're talking about exactly where I live. And I, when I do cameos, I drive around and I give give a tour of these houses. There's the Thriller House, which has been right. burnt, I think, from arson. I don't, but someone, every time I drive by, there's like a quivering uh, curtain and there's a, uh, someone that lives in there that doesn't turn on any lights. Oh, really? It's like, Why did they buy it then? Uh, he's got good songs. No, uh, I think... <laughs> no, I, I, think, I meant if you don't want people taking pictures right, of the Thriller house. Right, but on that street, there are renovated, beautiful houses. Beautiful. Like, one is all black with, like, gothic. There's, like... Um, I think that's the one I took pictures of. Th- yeah, that street is is the street that boasts the most Victorian beautiful homes. That's right. And, There's a plaque on Isn't there a plaque? Yeah, and... and and hitching posts for horses that right. are shaped like horses' heads. Mm-hmm. You know, because downtown people used to ride horses to work. Sure. Come home to their drafty old house and yell at their families. Maybe that's what you should do. Just buy a horse. And start uh, riding hey. a horse. I am the, the ultimate hipster move. <laughs> to that. trade in a Tesla for a yeah. horse. <laughs> like, I've been seeing in my neighborhood uh, a lot of... Dudes with cowboy hats and uh, and and cowboy boots. Mm. I think you should just outdo them all and actually just ride a horse on sunset. <laughs> yeah, what are people going to say? They can't say shit <laughs> They to can't me. say shit. You but, want me riding a Tesla instead? That's what you'll say. <laughs> the yeah. funniest thing, though, is there are so many Teslas in Los Angeles. Like, there's just... I, it's nice to know that there's, like, 20,000 people also in this very awkward position. Of, mm-hmm. Like, what are you, a fucking Nazi? That guy right there. Yeah. Hey, and he's, he's guiltier than I am. Ev- every, everyone thought the problem would be uh, throwing away the battery. But no. 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 There's worse problems now. Yeah. Oscar, what's go- how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. It was relaxing. I spent it with a friend who insisted on cooking everything, so Ooh. there was no stress for me to like prepare any food, and I just went and ate. That's it nice. Was a dream. That's a dream come true. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, mine was the same. It was I spent it with two friends who insisted on cooking everything, my dad and my sister. And Ooh. I get away with so much in my family. But that one is the <laughs> biggest that I really I do convey my appreciation, but my dad was a fireman in San Francisco, so you you have to know how to cook oh, in the firehouse. Of course you do. Cuz it do ha- you? Yeah, because you trade off different nights being responsible for oh making gosh. food. So if you suck, everyone will hate you and be mean to you. So you have to be good at cooking. And basically, guys learn from the senior guys all the good recipes and the good stuff. So my dad's a really good cook. And then my sister is really, really good cook. So I just kind of sit back and like I'm like, hey, can I get some popcorn? Like, hey, I just make requests and act like... <laughs> like I'm the guest. Honestly, yeah. that's the dream. That's, right? That's what we want. It's pretty nice. Chris, yeah. what about you? How was your Thanksgiving? It was, it, I have never been responsible for the food and I swear I'm not doing it on purpose, but I I ate, I did the wrong thing where I didn't uh, prepare my stomach elasticity. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I really was having problems. In a <gasps> guest, as a guest, uh, I, I talk too much about medical things. I'm trying to avoid the specifics, but we all know what happened. <laughs> I, uh, 
I had a little problem, but Oscar doesn't know either of us. He I just know, got into this I car. Know. Full Did I do wide that thing? Um, I do that thing where I'm like, "Good to meet you. Let's talk about diarrhea." <laughs> And I did. I'm sorry, Oscar. Get in I'm here. Very sorry. Get in here. We have a okay. lot to Listen, talk. Listen, we're fast friends, and that's okay. <laughs> but it was the best. Yeah, I, I, I still have leftovers. I got this. That's the one thing I usually you don't get when you're a guest is sent home with leftovers. Mm. So I really that is nice. Scored this year. I've been eating uh, Thanksgiving food for <laughs> all week. Yeah. For the rest of the year. Yeah. It's frozen <laughs> like a dead deer in my giant walk-in freezer. More turkey? <laughs> more How turkey. about more turkey? <laughs> I do love, I love Thanksgiving. I really love Thanksgiving as a holiday because it's, well, for me, absolutely no stress whatsoever. But I love the Thanksgiving dinner meal. I could eat that once a week. Yeah. It's, I, it's my favorite. What is your favorite Thanksgiving, like, dish? Hmm. Are you a turkey freak? Are you like a sides person? You know what I am? It it's a it's basically a combination of that. I'm a combo bite make the perfect bite person. Oh, oh yeah. And yes. I, then I do that until my stomach explodes because yeah. you just keep making the perfect bite and it get and you refine it and you get it better. And then you have a bite of your roll uh, or whatever. Yeah, just different shades of beige. And I. <laughs> yeah. The, and the only thing that breaks through is the thing I detest, which is that cylindrical, that gelatinous cranberry mm. thing. Like most Disagree. people don't have that. I love it. We that's we have to have it. I'm sorry. Really? I'm sorry to say, Chris, you are the odd person out here yeah. because I also love a cranberry. I don't food. know what's wrong with me. It's a deal breaker. I don't like the juice. If someone spent some time... You don't time, like cranberry juice? I do. It's the most versatile of the juices. I've had a How urinary combinations tract of infection cran- for years because I I know it is versatile. Uh, it can like cran- do every other fruit combo. <laughs> they literally have franchised that thing past the point of Spider-Man. To death. Like you, you, you can get any kind. I know. And I, I guess my opinion changed on it when I stopped drinking copious amounts of vodka with it. But I... <laughs> I you am turned. not, I have had when someone's really gets uh, creative and knows what they're doing with cranberry, like where there's twigs in it and stuff. Mm-mm. I like that. I'm sorry, twigs? You know, where it's full cranberry berries. With the shells and the, no. No, that's the, too, no. That's a bad decision. That's too really? real. You guys, so you're <laughs> arguing rather than for homemade cranberry sauce, you want the gelatinous cylinder from a can. Yeah, if it's a crime, sh- lock me up, Chris. It's, <laughs> that it's a shape like a can that you slice it on the can lines. Oh so oh. here's here's eight thin pieces and now here's a big fat piece in the middle because that's what the can shaped like. So Just do, you, do it. Do you use it kind of, No, I don't like it. And I, I know our listeners are all saying that I, I, most people are on my side right now. Do, absolutely not. I'd love absolutely to, not. Let's get a poll going. Please, we're going to we're going to work social media for this one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Unlike we ever have before. We're, get, we're going to post a poll about I guess, And I've never, I guess I don't like the combination. I don't need it as a condiment like we're where it's like, oh, I need a little cranberry on my turkey. I think other people, if I did that, I would want it. But I just, it's all beige all day. Really? Yeah. Like a like a, a group of people in a cult. Um, just... What's your favorite food, Chris? Food? Oh, boy. I mean, I, I think, and it, it, if I'd hate to just steer away from Thanksgiving meals, but I do believe it's ramen. Oh. oh, yeah. Mm. I'm a hot soup guy. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's surprising. Is I, that weird to say? <laughs> when I need something brought to my house and I realize there's no food, it's my go-to. I, wow. I, yeah. Ask Oscar, what's your go-to when you need hot food and brought to your house? When I need hot food and brought to my house. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> and brought to my house. I'm a Thai food sort of sort of person. Yep. I like a pad. I'm a I'm a basic noodle guy. Yeah. A pad or a pad thai is always my go-to. It's delicious. What do about you, you? Do you ever in our neighborhood go to It's Thai Home Restaurant? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> What no a great name. I love it there. It's not a house restaurant, it's a home restaurant. It's a home restaurant. <laughs> did, did I say, say house? No, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the, the old garden. Yeah. You know what I mean? This house restaurant 
let's make this house strong a home strong. That's right. That's right. That was their mission statement. I love it. And there's no one ever there. No one is. I feel like I'm the only person ever there. Yes. I'm like, is this a front for something? They're always happy to see me. If it's a front, I want in. Yeah. yeah. I'll be a lookout. Just give me free noodles. Be the mule for those people if you care so much about, yes. about their <laughs> cooking. I like Thai food because you can do be doing all the carbs of Chinese food, but you're telling your you're getting all these vegetables. Oh my God, yeah. you're totally right. Right? Just because there's something leafy resting on That's top. Right. Yeah, there's some sliced up carrots. So you're like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm practically vegan. <laughs> yeah, I, my brain is does a trick where it's like, oh, you're eating healthy because it's not Chinese food. Yeah. Weird. And Speaking I, of weird, what is this frozen and Encanto Disney on ice? Oh, you, you are you seeing this? This is new Disney. You have a podcast where you talk about Disney I features. Do. Oh, right? yes, yes. Wait, yes. wait. Talk to us about that. Okay, so I when I moved to Los Angeles, I was very, um, I'll say it, weirded out by Disney adults. I, I didn't. <laughs> I right. Don't, I don't really. I didn't get it. I was Season a little like, holders what's and... going on here? Because I'm from New York, so and, and like Disney people, there's not a lot of Disney adults in New York. There's right. not a lot of Disney vibes in New York. Exactly. It's yes. not that's actually anti New York vibes in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's so California when I moved thing. here, I was a little weirded out by Disney adults and I was like I also I was raised in Colombia in South America, so I missed <laughs> the big Disney craze of the nineties. Like okay. I, I wasn't I didn't grow up with like Hercules or et cetera, et cetera. Um so I've only seen two Disney movies ever. Oh and wow. so my friend Claire, who's the co-host, took me to Disneyland to be like, huh? Right? And I was like, okay, this is kind of cute. Okay, but I don't understand any of these references. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So I was like, why don't we just start a podcast where I watch every single Disney movie? I love it. Movie? I is... love knowing that. that I, I, that's amazing. Because yeah. any appreciation I have for Disneyland, it's just me remembering going on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride or whatever oh. as a kid. And I'm nostalgic for it. Right. And when you go into the Tarzan treehouse, which used to be the Swiss Family Robinson one, I have vivid memories of being in there as a kid. It was yeah. really important to me. Uh, that being said, I am not a, Di a Disney adult, and do not call me that. Okay, but it's, okay, it's okay if you are, though. <laughs> but you, I love that you're starting from scratch. Yes, That's I started. So well, cool. I, I, we watched all of them. Oh, you Mission did? complete. We Holy finished shit. it. So and we watched every Pixar and we watched every single Disney Channel original is, movie as well. Is the oh first feature God. Fantasia? The first feature is Snow White and the oh, Seven really? Dwarfs. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's the, a good wow. one. It's okay. the very first I'm animated wishing. feature film ever. It is? Yes. Yeah, okay. Wow. Yes, it's never been done before. People call Walt Disney a kooky, crazy man. Oh, for, that's for doing great. it. Yeah. For doing it. No, yes. for freezing his head. <laughs> <laughs> His frozen uh, head directed. Yeah, the light of the it's, it's, it was the original uh, premise of Frozen, but <laughs> they went with a. They said that's too scary for girls. Yeah, true, true, girl yeah, yeah. Hair. Originally pitched as Frozen Head. Yes. <laughs> uh, I fully agree with you, and I have known several Disney adults in my life, mm -hmm. and at least one of them was also a sociopath. So yeah, I it is a strong vibe, isn't it's it? It's a strong vibe, and it also, um, for a couple of them, I was just kind of like this. This to me feels like I had a friend who was obsessed with Star Wars, and he was like, when I was uh, eight years old, I got brought to Star Wars, and halfway through the film broke, and he goes, so I'm now obsessed with it because I can't get that day back, and that's his whole life. But he knows it. Interesting. He's wow. fully aware of it. I feel like Disney adults have no idea what the problem is and they don't want to know and they're upset if you say that could possibly be why. Yes. Oh, wow. You know? Yes. I mean, like, it's... it's There's, like, rings, right? It's like Dante's Inferno, right? <laughs> sure. And there's, like, the Disney adults <laughs> who, like, are the... Um, cis heterosexual couples that go there that were like, I'm his and she's mine, sort of like Mickey yeah. Mouse <laughs> finger glove pointing yeah. thing. Which, and here's the, oh, the curse of embroidery on our hats. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. And then you have, you know, the Disney gaze, which is another, oh, yeah. you know. It's a scene? It's a, oh, it's a, it is an, a scene, an aggressive scene. It's gay men uh, in their 30s, Usually bearish, bearded, 
<laughs> I love it. Who like just live at Disneyland, um, and it it freaks me out. Ooh, I, be, you know, because of the plush clad mascots, is are do you think any furries go there? I'm sure they must sneak in some cuddles, but. I don't think those costumes are furry. I mean, if we're, I don't know if they get that. They te- all technical. have a Dennis Menace ass flap on them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have to really look. It's Velcro. <laughs> but it's seamless and easy to access. Most of the kids don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, built in. <laughs> it's the <laughs> easiest way to get into the costume. No but one... you're right. It's like, how, how much fur, like, quantifies you a furry? Yeah, and right. is that, would a furry be offended uh, that I would even suggest that because it's like, that's not what it's about. I don't, I don't know. I'd love to hear, but uh, thinking about, because I'm just thinking the reason I even was able to say that was because I've recently accidentally slipped into an area of TikTok, which is just little children dressed as characters at Disneyland being spotted by the character they're dressed as. Yeah, and it imme- I love it. It is like the most immediate dopamine crying for no reason, <laughs> like weirdest thing that I basically spent too much time watching and now the algorithm thinks I fucking love it. Yeah. So I do, it's almost like I shouldn't say such judgmental things about Disney adults because <laughs> maybe I have a part of that inside of me. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, you, could be, you could have that dormant gene. I do. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's we, waiting to get activated. We're we're in traffic right now. We're we're gonna have a hard edge to us. <laughs> but but uh, when my nieces who are now in their first year of college, when we they dress like little princesses, and you can go to Disneyland and they get to meet all the princesses, yeah. and it is they were freaking out. Yes, like it 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 is the coolest thing that I I would think I wouldn't appreciate, but once you see it, it's like, oh, this is pretty. It is the cutest. I'll never forget. Also, that. I think yeah. that's based on when my niece was like five, we brought her to Disneyland or six, and she was obsessed with there's like a Tinkerbell TV show that had a bunch of other Tinkerbell was like the star, but then there was all these other fairies. That's and right. My niece loved the like gothy bitchy one that was like bitchy and gothy okay obsessed with her right and um we went we got in line to go see tinkerbell but we turned a corner after waiting for a while we turned a corner and that the bitchy fairy was standing there and it was like it was like if any of us were in like the grocery store and we turned the corner and brad pitt was like holding some bread it was she was absolutely like she was stunned she wasn't ready i like it was like she was like uh 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 and then and this fucking girl playing that character did like literally crossed her arms like how she does in the cartoon wow like played the part she did so her thing perfectly. and so there wasn't a moment where nora was disappointed of like Oh, I guess that's just a girl dressed like it was like suddenly wow. that fairy really was there yeah. being kind of bitchy to Nora, but in a sweet like winky way. It right. was, be- it was beautiful. There's yeah. a craft to that. But yeah. There's a craft to these actors. But the point is, there are adults that also still get trapped into that magic where they believe. Yes. Well, and I think is there part of it? Maybe the appreciation for how like themed out and like dedicated. Disneyland is to providing that experience. Yeah. Yeah, I like, think you're right. It's that kind of like... That sense of escape. That ch- no child is disappointed on our grounds kind of fantasy. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, it is. That is cool. But just cool. makes me go, what disappointed you so badly that you need to be doing this? <laughs> Why can't you get high and go to the movies like all the rest of us and just be like, oh, yeah, Barbie. I love it's definitely that Definitely a lot cheaper. For sure. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, if someone is a pass holder, I'm like, how do you deal with the line? There's never a day where it's not. Maybe I'm impatient, no. but I can't deal with the. I've only gone purposefully when it's raining. It's the only time. <laughs> What do you typically do at the park when you're there? Are you a rides person? Do you like people? I love people watching. You can tell Oscar has a podcast because he's hosting from the back. I feel like, I feel like, and I love it. I love that. And I please keep doing it because it, it's hard for me to summon 
questions. <laughs> I um, am a ride per. I very much like the Indiana Jones ride, oh, where there's an actor oh, yeah. that's like, I hate giant rolling rocks, <laughs> and he's running. I, I always try and do my Harrison Ford. Uh, it's good. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but I have not, every time I've been there, the haunted mansion is closed. No. Because. That's the know, best ride. A ghost mishap. I know. I've never, <laughs> never been on it. That's wild. What? I know. That and I weird. like Frog and Toad's wild ride. Oh, yes. When <laughs> they go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an understated <laughs> hell. Also, not in the movie at all. You know, I went to the ride first, and I was like, oh, I'm excited to watch this Disney movie because they're going to show hell. Not in the movie at all. Wait, there's a... What is the movie? It's part... It's Okay, so... Oh, God, here we go. Something Mr. <laughs> Toad, right? So it's part of a, um, of a package film, which is uh, a movie because this was during the wartime where Disney was did not have any money so they created a bunch of shorts and packaged them together and released them as feature films movies like Fun and Fancy Free um, the uh, Toad's Wild Ride and Ichabod Crane like those <gasps> were all packaged together so oh, really it's it's part of the Wind in the Willows short oh yeah um, but no mention of hell <laughs> Toad does not die. So it's no. A, it's a lot like the Stephen King book that has Shawshank Redemption and Stand By Me in it, but they're short. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. They I was really going out on a limb. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell that your background is in improv <laughs> because you could have easily nobody. <laughs> when did you move? I moved here in 2015. And I was sort of, I'm from New York, so I, I reluctantly moved here for work. Oh, when, when you were a kid, when did you move to New York? Like, when did... Oh, well, so I moved to the U.S. when I was 12 years old. Okay, wow. Uh, from Colombia. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm from a, a village in South America. Uh, it's Palmira. It's called Palmira. And uh, we had no paved roads. It was wow. very much like... Okay, this is a village. So when I moved to America, I moved to Queens in New York. <laughs> and shit. the craziest thing for me, I remember being 12 and freaking out that people had their lights on during the day. Oh, wow. That yeah. to me was something that was like insane. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean you have your lights on when the sun is out? <laughs> yeah. You losers, you weirdos. And you were right. <laughs> Yeah, you were. Just wasting light. Yeah. You're wasting energy. So as a kid that is making that adjustment, mm -hmm. it, like, were you just, because, like, for example, it makes me think of, I went to school with a girl who grew up with no TV. Yes. And on Monday, Monday morning, after the weekend, all we do is stand in circles and talk about the TV shows we liked and what whatever. And she just wasn't a part of it and just was oh. checked out. Oh, no. And I was always like, but sometimes she'd just stand there and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, it, <laughs> like, did you have to spend a lot of time... Just, like kind of faking it or did you like actually say I don't know what that is what is that should I watch yeah. it oh I like so when I I was 12 years old I was going through puberty mm. um, I didn't speak the language and I was gay as hell so I stood out <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> um, yeah. so I was like okay I, as a little immigrant kid I need to find a way to assimilate to American society yep. and the best and easiest way to do that was just consuming media Yes. Ad nausea. I still do that to this day. <laughs> um, like, like in short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny number five. <laughs> Not from concentrate. <laughs> Very uh, that. One uh, of my favorite movies of all time is Earth Girls Are Easy, mm -hmm. um, which is with uh, Jeff Goldblum, Gina uh, Davis. Gina Davis. Thank you, Julie Brown. Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, and it's about aliens living in Los Angeles in the 80s. <laughs> and I was very much like, okay, I'm going to absorb, I am an alien and I'm absorbing everything there is to know about American culture. Because the only, I we had a TV in Colombia, but it was black and white and we only, I watched only two shows, uh, two American shows. One of them is The Hitchhiker. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. Yes. And wow. Baywatch Nights. Oh. oh, no, you didn't even get the original beach <laughs> Nope. So that's, that's the one all... where they're wearing leather jackets and you don't even get to see them run? Yeah. 
and everything was like a, a little paranormal. There was like a paranormal arc. <laughs> so that's that's what I thought America was like. I was like, okay, cool, what? awesome. Everyone's in leather jackets, and they're either shooting each other or there's ghosts I, everywhere. I've never like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Baywatch Nights, did it have the Hoff in it? No. Oh, yeah. There, there, no. were, there was. They were like ghost hunting and. They stuff? were ghost hunting. Yes, yes. I love it. Yes. I didn't know that. I've never spent the evening with the Baywatch crew. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, so when I moved here, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to. There's like music was a big thing for me because oh, I was like, for sure. Because that's how we communicated. It wasn't even like TV. It was like listening to Lil Kim. It was listening to Next. It was Maya. You know, like yeah. so. I was just like fully committed to listening to music, watching MTV was my church. That's all I did. Yeah. Consume hours and hours and hours of MTV and like got rid of the accent as soon as I could. <laughs> and yeah, became like a normal, <laughs> uh, felt like uh, what's his name in uh, 30 Rock. Hi, cool kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, fellow teens. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I, it's funny though, because all my memories only go back so far as to the day MTV started. Everything uh-huh. before that was just how to hold a fork and, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, the, you, you got the important stuff. You did the right thing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. When in the 80s, because I, I was 11 or 10 mm-hmm. when MTV came out and we were so obsessed. Like when there were like family parties and we were all supposed to be playing outside, it would be like. 15 kids in the TV room with MTV on and we would all just be silently watching it and like it was so revolutionary and so amazing to be able to watch music and like like take it in that way yeah we were obsessed with it so like it is a it is like mainlining culture yes absolutely and it was the way everyone everyone spoke through the lens of MTV yeah um I mean it's also like when TRL started it was like it changed everything because that was just mainlining culture that was watching all the hottest music videos yeah listening to the all the new um movies that were coming out all the you know interviews with people yeah. you know I, I found out about harry potter through an interview with stacy Arico, who sang that one song <laughs> stuck which we all know by heart of course of course um and they're like what are you reading right now and she's like a christian artist and she's like i'm not supposed to read this but harry potter and i was like what is that oh wow so that's how i got into Oh, that's great. They had a Christian artist on TRL? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't, like, like an out Christian artist. Like, she sang pop songs, but, like, they were all very wholesome. Okay. Um, it's, it's like Jessica Simpson was, quote-unquote, Christian because, you know, yeah, that's right. was, she was wholesome or at the Amy time. Amy Grant for the older folks. That's right, Amy. <laughs> she, she went Amy, mainstream. She was the OG uh, bringing, making the crossover. I kind of like her biblical stuff more. I don't know. I like the old <laughs> Amy Grant. Then her secular stuff? Yeah. When she was like, raise him up. <laughs> Wear a denim skirt to your ankles. <laughs> that's a lesser known song. Serve your man. <laughs> Serve your man. <laughs> Everyone sleep away. With other wives, uh, those are the best hits. Um, my, I kind of—that's a hard thing though. At twelve, because God, you had to like really figure some shit out for yourself. Because like my sister is a first grade teacher, mm. and she every year has a whole classroom full of kids who, on the first day of school, speak no English, and on the last day of school, speak perfect English. Yes. Wow. And that's her like. I think it's one of the things she loves the most and is the proudest of is like that's they they learn from each other they absorb yeah. each other and little kids are so like, like ready sponges. to learn yeah. yeah but like if you're 12 you there's other stuff you need to worry about and absolutely in especially in New York City where mm-hmm. I mean were you when you were a kid just hanging out in the city seeing for the first time like singing people singing doo-wop on the corner <laughs> Well, we're singing you? fame in the streets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that cab. It's just, because I feel, just when I visit there, I feel like, oh, I got to catch up with this city. Absolutely. Like, it's motivating to be there, but I can't. I I always think about kids that grew up. Yeah, what was it like? New you York know, it's city. so interesting because, like, when I, even in high school, like, because I'm from Queens, and people in New York City are so bound to their borough like, mm-hmm. no, if you were from Queens, you were never hanging out in New York City. You were never in Manhattan. Oh, wow. You were never in Brooklyn. You were never in the Bronx. You hung out in Queens. You found places to hang out in Queens. 
I went to Steinway Street, which is like the cool place in... Oh, and also Flushing, because there was a giant arcade in Flushing, and that's all I did. I played Dance Dance Revolution till my freaking feet bled. (laughs) It was like my pastime. Or we would go to the Barnes & Noble and hung out in the occult section because I was a dark kid. Um, You know, that's what we did. That's what we did. But if you were like, oh, there's a cool thing... In Manhattan, we do, we're like, no, no, no. We're from Queens. Yeah. You're like, no way. No way. Wow. Not our, that's, not our thing. Because mm-hmm. that's the one thing I realized every time I visit there. As, as far as surface area, it's not a big... You can walk across oh, yeah. all of New York City in a Absolutely. day. But, but it isn't... Yeah, you would stick to your... Yeah, where are know. you from originally? Who, me? Uh, Montana. <laughs> Montana. What was yeah. that? Like, it I, was it was beautiful. I mean, I go back now and I feel lucky. But as a kid, I was I was bored, and it was a lot of hanging out in basements and and drinking too early and and snowboarding. Wow. Uh, I I am jealous that you grew up in New York City. I wonder. I, it's inter- It's interesting because, like, for me, I always felt very jealous because I never had that sort of like. I don't want to say small town vibe, but like, for example, um, I never had lockers ever. And that was like a big regret of mine. I was like, I want to go to a school where they have lockers. Oh, geez. none of the schools that I went to had lockers. <laughs> and I was furious. Yeah. About it. What's this is- cubby shit? You know, my high school didn't have a sp- sports teams, you know? Oh, yeah. really? I was like, okay, well, okay, weird. So I didn't have that, that whole like sports culture thing. My college didn't have any sports and Greek life was banned in my college. So we didn't have like fraternities or sororities. I think that's for the best. Uh, absolutely. But <laughs> yeah. I always think like, what would it be like to go to a school? You know, that sort of stereotypical school yes. with lockers and sport. You know what I mean? Like Friday night lifestyle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember seeing there was when I was like 15 um, on the cover of some magazine that wasn't that was a very famous national magazine. I want to say that it was like on par with Life magazine, but Life okay. magazine was already gone. And I'll never forget, it was like the typical American teenager. And there was this girl sitting at a table and her mom was handing her a muffin. And she was like, <laughs> had like bangs and blonde hair. And, you know, just looked like the typical cute white girl from 1982. And I remember just staring at it being like, well, that's not what I look like. And that's yeah. my mom's never here in the morning to hand me a muffin. <laughs> I've never been handed a muffin. And I was like, this one thing that made me go insane. And like, wild? I was like born into the entire culture. It's like, you never, yeah. it feels like part of the scam is that you never feel like you're doing right. it the way America right. does it. Right. And also something. you're fixated in that thing that you never got to do that you thought was so essential to, for me anyways, an immigrant kid, so essential to American culture. You yeah. Because my whole thing was just like, oh, I'm here in the US. I am one of you, right? <laughs> and there was always something that was like, not quite. No, <laughs> no, you're a little too gay to be an American. You're a little too brown to be an American. You're a little too weird to be an American. You know, so I just felt a little like, okay. And then finally I was like, okay, fuck this. And I'm- then here comes 2023. We're like, that's how you got to be. That's, that's right. the best way to be. And finally. It's, it's probably those c- coping with those things is why you're funny. True. I mean, I yeah. guess like the, the, I think the requisite to wow. be a comedian. They were in the right. It just was a horrifying. <laughs> it's a scariest corner in all of town. It truly scary. is. Yeah. Add to it the proximity to the no, Scientology. Okay. Also, the Vista's back. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's watch an Eli Roth horror doc or whatever. <laughs> um, no, but I, I... Wait, what was I saying? I totally forgot what you were, I was saying. It was, you were talking about the... Uh, basically, oh, being think, left out kind of. I think with... Being comedians, the requisite is having a point of view, a perspective. And I think there has to be some self-awareness. And I think being on the outskirts of society or like feeling like you were not completely a part of it sort of geared your brain into analyzing the world and how interesting the world works outside of your perception. And that's, to me, how I hone my comedy skills. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm able to analyze this thing that everyone sort of like takes for granted or just like does on their day-to-day basis and i'm like that's weird that's weird because here's my perspective yeah yeah you know and you kind of have to i feel like i was doing the same thing and it's that feeling of like oh you don't think i 
could be on the cover of this magazine being receiving a muffin okay well then i'm gonna figure out why that's stupid and then i'm gonna really i'm gonna like analyze it to a granular level and then verbalize it so that everyone knows i never wanted the fucking muffin and i don't care that i don't belong in this specific way that i'm supposed to and clearly don't exactly and like make it okay for myself exactly and you think about that girl with the blonde bangs and you're like wow what is your life like? Yeah. You're like, what is your life like being the subject of so much hate from me? <laughs> <laughs> it must have been horrible. I, I didn't <laughs> notice you've never had bangs. <laughs> so how, did you start at UCB in New York then? I, or was it here? I did. I, st- I took a class in New York and I was terrified. I was a, okay, so my story is I was a professional dancer. That was like my past life. Wow. Um, and What, what kind of da- Jazz? Hip hop? M- modern <laughs> contemporary. <laughs> modern contemporary. But oh, I did wow. some hip hop. I still do some hip hop. Um, but as a dancer, I was terrified of performing. Mm. And especially when I was, you know, out in the world auditioning, we had to like, you know, freestyle and that was like the most paralyzing thing i can learn choreography but ask me to come up with choreography on the spot i couldn't so i would like not book anything and i was it was freaking me out i was like i need to get over this stage fright thing oh wow and my friend at the time christian jacobs who i call chopper um (laughs) was like you should take an improv class and i'm like no i don't think so like that's not really my thing i don't know about that he's like no it's okay there's all kinds of people take classes like, you know, there's lawyers and then there's, you know, stay at home parents who take it. You'll be fine. I was like, OK, I signed up for a class and everybody was like, I need to be on SNL. And I was like, oh, gosh, oh, wow, I just like yeah. want to learn how to talk without stuttering. And oh, that's I, great. I left. And then but, you know, after that one class, I was obsessed. Well, don't with you improv. Pe- wait, wait, you sorry. Pe- you left. I do. You left the class like you couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Oh, wow. But I was obsessed because it felt like a magic trick to me. I'm like, what do you mean you can do whatever you want? Like, how is this yeah. possible? So for two years, I just like was de- I went to see every show I I was just like obsessed with it. You studied it. Study yeah. fully. You studied read Shana, Shana Halpern's book. <laughs> yeah. All of it. All of it. And then after two years, I was like, maybe I should go back because like, I feel a, I feel like maybe this is like an obsession I have. Um, and I went back and I did it at a place called the People's Improv Theater in New York. And everything sort of clicked nice. for me. Um, and it changed my life, you know? Did you find your people there? Absolutely. I found my freaks. That's I mean, isn't that imperative? Best. Yes, it is. You got to find your freaks no matter where you are. <laughs> That's so good. And that was a big thing about moving to L.A. because I had my freaks all like... Lined up. All squared away in New York. (laughs) And then moving to LA, I was like, I don't know anybody here. (laughs) You just had a a printed out pieces of paper with the photos of all the freaks. And (laughs) then. I'll never forget you. These are my freaks. Did you go to the the UCB that reminds me of a high school? And I imagine there being lockers there, but I think it closed. Oh, the one on Sunset? Yeah. Yes, yes. I felt like every time I performed there, just doing stand up, but Mm -hmm. I felt like everyone goes to school here and their arms are crossed because they were. They're judging what I'm doing. They're not. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I always felt there specifically. The one on Franklin, I always had. That's some of my best stand up memories. And. Yeah, in, I think uh, that... LA, but but it seemed like a school. It seemed like a comedy high school. Well, right. also, it was almost like the audience was in a set of an audience. Yes. Like, it always looked goofy as hell, where it's like, why are all these people in these weird blocked-off areas? Yes. And it looked like, it looked like the Star Trek like panel of judges yeah. that were going to be like, you have to go to the isolation planet. Well, I think also with, com- it just was like such a quote unquote real theater space that like the audience just felt so far away from yeah. you. Yeah. yeah and they- anytime you were performing, you were like, is anyone out there? Like, yeah. um, uh, why am I, what do I feel like I'm screaming into the void? The place in Franklin, every, everyone's like closer. You feel like, okay. They're fucking on the stage. They're, on, yeah. they're literally on the stage grabbing your feet. I loved it. Yeah, it's great, but the Sunset Place just felt so removed. It just felt so... Where do you teach now? I teach at... Actually, we're about to drive past uh, the training center. One of the training centers at UCB. 
I did really. It's over yeah, it's here. It's right here. It's it's. Uh, it used to be a bar. Remember bar classes that were hot like, <laughs> yeah. for a oh, second yeah. and that's, they sort of died I, off. That's what I was thinking about the whole time because I got my hip replaced and I uh, hesitantly started taking bar <gasps> method. Oh my god! So I was the only right there. guy in there, and I felt yes. Uh, that's the training center. Right and there. then it got to the point oh. where it's like, hey, you're getting good at this. Would I, it, it became Chris, that's amazing. It was something I really was enjoying. But then I moved over here and that was the only, I'm like, okay, eventually I got to go there. It's would funny you, to think. Would you ever do like ballet? I don't know that I want to take on, I am already like get too interested in things and I spread myself <laughs> You said that thin. like it's a bad thing. I... <laughs> But I'm weird, and I have to get good at things. And I'm, I have to, I've, I finally quit playing billiards because I was getting all sucked into that world. <laughs> no way! Uh, I can't add dance. Wait, how did you get into it in the first place? Well, it's, it's code for I was drinking too much. But ah. it, yeah, Little Joy is right by my place, and mm. I was going there a lot. And ah. and I've quit drinking, and so I stopped playing pool. I see. But I can't add dance to the myth. Why not? I, I do want to go to Bar Method again, though. It just okay. reminded me of, of... You can't, though, because the UCB's in there training people. I know. Can... You could do Bar at the UCB. Oh, yeah. It's a good can way to I get go attention. there with all my characters are bar-based? <laughs> Absolutely. Here's the bar Absolutely. bitch. You know her. Yeah. Yeah. She's such a fucking hey, bitch. Yeah. Perfect form. <laughs> Uh, all your characters her. are just bar bitches. <laughs> all the different bar bitches. Yeah. Like, Chris, we've seen this sketch before. We yeah, don't, we don't want to do this. No, no, one. but here's another bar bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about the bar bitch that's actually nice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my bar instructors sent me a birthday card with note like, "You made so much progress. We're so proud of you." Like oh. they were. It was. I was involved with that. It was like a little family. I didn't expect it. Because I just went there to deal with a a therapy issue, like yeah. hip therapy, and that's and kind I, of awesome. Yeah, that's great, though. But for you, it's even greater because now you're teaching. But yeah. also, it's so it, great. you're going kind of back to your dance roots with your bar method. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you it's know. in the room. Back to the temple. The yeah. smell is still there. Is the, <laughs> is the bar sweat. up on the wall? Are there any mirror lined? No, they <laughs> took that all away. Oh. Which is like, what the heck? Oh. What's the Point. What's the point? What's do you, the well, point? do you ever do hot improv though? <laughs> oh, all <laughs> the time. A good idea. All the time. It's 120 you gotta sweat degrees. It out. Yeah. <laughs> got to be funny and sweating. What's your favorite part about Los Angeles, knowing that it sucks for sure compared to New York? I don't think it sucks. I don't think it's. You're not allowed to contradict. You can't think of the ocean. <laughs> Please don't argue, or I won't drive you home. <laughs> you just kick me out of this car. Bye. <laughs> no public transit right. here. See ya. Oops. <laughs> um, what do I love about? I love my favorite thing about LA is that there's so many hidden, weird little places in LA that if you like dig enough, you'll find. Yeah. You know, and it's it's like ugly. <laughs> There's, like, yeah. ugly places to L.A. Yeah. yeah. I love discovering some, like, bizarre little bookstore in downtown L.A. Downtown is, like, the ugliest place in the world, you know? Pretty rough. It's rough. It's rough. But I love it. I love how, like, it just reminds me of, like, pre-Giuliani New York City. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very just, like, true. Very sort of a little dangerous. You yeah. Kind of like that. Um, but, yeah, that to me, that's the fun. the funnest thing is just, like, wandering around. Because, like... L.A. has a reputation of it not being a walkable city. And yes, that is true. Yeah. But within the confines of like the neighborhood, you can walk around and discover new places. For and sure. There's always bizarre little places that you can just walk into. Yeah. And this area especially, it's mm -hmm. I, I love being able to walk. I used to live at the beach and it was like, well, I got to drive everywhere. I guess I'll hang out. I can Wait, go to the ocean. Wait, uh, in uh, Marina Del Rey, and oh, I was—I wow. didn't realize that I was missing out on this whole city. Are now you that, a beach person? I guess I was for seventeen years, but Oof. now being over here, I feel like I'm much happier. Have, have we all seen the full moon yet? Where is it? Look oh at my that gosh. shit. If we wait long enough, a witch will stop silhouetted in front of it. <laughs> I mean. That's crazy looking. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> a cardboard. That's a lamp. <laughs> it's a prop it doesn't look real it does not also what does a full moon mean like the right like the, the there's sun, some significance the there. sun is completely behind it 
Oh, I meant like, you know, about our energies or something. Oh, right. Oh. I think <laughs> judging by <laughs> judging by this moon right now, none of us should date Scorpios. <laughs> I don't know much, but I didn't. <laughs> well, but I, I, I dated I... a Scorpio for seven years. I know. Oh. Is, yeah. They're crazy, right? They're, they're just, you know, you know, <laughs> listen, <laughs> you know, they're, uh, the cool thing about Scorpios is that they're loyal mm-hmm. and they're horny as hell. That's fun. Great. But uh, they are vengeful. Typically. I don't know if you're our ast- astrology. I am not. Um, I like to be, but I don't. There's certain signs I don't know about because I. It's not. It's, it's either not my sign or I haven't liked a person with that. What's sign. your sign? Taurus. Oh, I love a Taurus. Do you? I love a Taurus. Wait, what'd you say your sign is? I'm an Aries. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your sign? I know nothing about it, but I know when I tell when I say mine, people go, oh, and it's Aquarius. <gasps> Apparently, yeah. it's the most hated. I didn't. What? It's t- it? taken me a, this long. They're lying to you. Aquari- Aquariuses are fun. No, weird, I, weird people. Only got negative. Uh, what? Ex, ex, like people exhausted with me already. No, no, no. Because I'm <laughs> selfish. No. And I'm uh, artist or what? I don't know what it means. <laughs> I know anytime I read about them in a horoscope situation, it's like, yeah, well, that's true. That's true too. <laughs> There's something to this, but I don't have time for it. I have to play billiards. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you know your other two? Your rising and your um, moon sign? Yeah. Uh, I know I'm year of the rabbit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I am a Taurus sun, Leo moon, Sagittarius rising. Oh, okay. Right? A lot of fire. A lot of, like, please, ma'am, keep your voice down. <laughs> action yeah <laughs> you with your mouth closed i i don't know i don't know anything about this well yeah that's it you would have to kind of be into astrology because that's yeah. all the stuff if or be on tiktok which that's how i learned oh really because at first it's like oh here's i'll read your tarot cards but also it has to do with your horoscope and then they start doing things of like actually your sun sign isn't even about your personality you need to know your blank and it would yeah that's it would just kind of like change month to month if you need to know you're this you're that yeah i mean it's all a scam you know but it's fun to think about i mean i sure do buy a lot of hair products and makeup on that thing <laughs> as they're telling me what my tarot reading is just like all right i'll buy more makeup fine it's like a leo like eye eyeliner <laughs> whatever comes up they're, they're so good at doing it where it's like the first 30 seconds is like, guys, ugh, I'm so tired today. And it's you think a joke is coming. You think they're going to tell you a good story. And then suddenly they just start putting on blush and you're like, oh, oh I need that. That's oh, I need that. Wow. But it's an astrologist person. Well, that that's kind of a I'm an exaggeration. Combining. They usually don't combine that many things, but okay. sometimes they do. Sometimes when I, do. I started in Austin, Texas, and there was a place that was a, it was a palm reader. I think it was a couple. Uh, so one of them uh, read palms and there was like a neon Ooh. palm and the other side, it was a used car place. <laughs> and so I always thought it would be like there, oh, your lifeline, I see in your future a slightly used Chevy Beretta or whatever. No. I always thought that they had to. Oh my gosh. Some, and I thought that's Not what you were saying. the collab of the like, year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The ultimate power yeah. couple in yeah. Austin. <laughs> that's the best way to sell cars <laughs> is to see it into someone's future, convince them that you have. Uh, I will say I have a really crazy story Mm. about palm reading. Yes. So I, okay, I have to preface this story by saying I've had a recurring dream since I was five years old. Yes. That I would fall off a cliff. And as I'm falling off a cliff, I always think to myself, I never made it to my 29th birthday. Wow. Okay. (gasps) I'm walking down the street and some lady stops me in the middle of the street. This is like when I was 22, 23. And she says, I just need to read your palm for a second. I was like, oh God, I'm in Queens. I'm I'm busy. I got places to be. And she's like, give me your palm. And I'm like, okay. I don't know why I said okay, but I was like, okay. And the first thing she says to me, she's like, I don't think, I don't know why you you think you're going to die before you turn 29, but that's not going to happen. You oh, have a guardian 29, angel. she said 29. 29. And I was like, 
um, what? Yep. And she's like, you have a guardian angel looking out for you. And I was like, okay, this is too crazy. And then she's like, come with me. And I was like, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Um, You're wearing a necklace of human teeth. <laughs> I can't. I, your busy. hair is literally snakes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, my right arm has turned to stone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so, cause I say I'm not uh, an astrology person or I don't not believe in it. I'm mm-hmm. just, I have no interest in it, but you think I would be after a similar situation like that. I was with a friend and uh, a woman was coming out of a bar, not the method, but the a drinking place. <laughs> and she said, hey, it's, hey, Aquarius, hey, Scorpio. <gasps> as she walked in, and we both, I was like, are you a Scorpio? Because I'm an Aquarius. Like we figured it out. Whoa. Uh, you fully live in my neighborhood. Wait, where do you live? Right around the corner from here. What? Yeah. Are we neighbors? I, we are. Crazy. Wait, just as the big um, finale, anecdotally, did yeah. you make it past your 29th birthday? I did. Oh that my is, God, thank that God. is also a really crazy story that I've told a billion times. But Living? What? <laughs> Living, not dying. <laughs> but, okay, so, you know, like, I thought I was going to die, blah, blah, blah. So, I book a commercial where I have to bungee jump. And I'm terrified of heights, oh. right? But you know when you're like struggling and you're like figuring shit out, you you lie and you say, yeah, I'm an expert. Uh, and you were 28? An and expert. I was 28, yes. Yeah. So I was Holy like, oh yeah, I, I bungee jump all the time. So I booked this <laughs> commercial. We're at a park in New Jersey. They're like telling me what to do. And my birthday is April 12th, okay? okay. We shot this commercial on April 5th on my 28th birthday, about to turn 29. I go to this park and I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fully like, okay, now I have to, do I stop the commercial? I'm, do I say like, I can't shoot this. I'm going to die. I've seen it. I've or, seen how they said. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or, and my dumb ass was like, you know what? I'm just going to Never mind. Let's just continue. And if I die, I die. You know? <laughs> right. I'll, I'll a die. True this is a true union yeah, commercial. Exactly. I need the insurance. I need to, yeah. It's not just going to come along any day. Exactly. So I'm, you know, fully being like, okay, this is the day I'm going to die. Um, I, <laughs> I make the PA take a picture of me being like, okay, this is the picture that the newspapers are going to yeah. um, share. It's on my Instagram, so if you <laughs> go on my Instagram, my picture is there. Um, and right before I go, the rangers come up and they're like, hey, what's going on? Do you have a permit for this? And they're like, yeah, we have a permit. And they're like, no, no, do you have a bungee jumping permit? They're like, no, we don't need there one. There is no such thing. And yeah. then they're like, okay, we can we can give you one really quick. We just need to do a couple of things. Oh, so they really? do something, they go back down, and then they go back, they come back up half an hour later and they're like, we're shutting this down. <gasps> Turns out the cord that they brought was too long. No. And it wasn't, they <gasps> didn't measure the height of the cliff that I was going to be jumping off. <gasps> so if I actually jumped off, the cord would have not, I mean, I would have died. I would have 100% died. died. Holy, Holy shit. shit. And I swear, I mean, I swear to God, I stopped having that dream afterwards. And I was like, <laughs> holy fuck. I didn't get my sad card that day, unfortunately, because <laughs> it was, in fact, canceled. But... You also didn't get your big death I, card. That, <laughs> is, that is the most old death club. amazing story. <laughs> that is incredible. It's wild. You know, and so, you know, like, you know... Do I believe in the sort of juju universe stuff? I have to. I have yes. to because this insane thing happened to me, you know? After I... that, I mean, that is that is beyond wild. And also, it's it, all those facts, but the idea that you went, fuck it, if I, I die, I die. crazy? Is... Like, I was willing to die for this stupid... <laughs> oh, my God. And it's true. They When I bungee jumped, they asked your weight, and everyone had a different length of bungee, and one girl lied about her weight, and her friend was like, oh, you don't lie about your weight for this thing. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> like, I think she normally was was just undershooting it. Sure. Uh, just naturally. But it, it, it is very... That's so scary. You gotta know this. You, you gotta know these things. Yeah. I well, love that. I'm I, so glad you're so alive. Good. I'm so glad you lived. Me too. Thank you. 
Oscar, this was delightful. Yeah, Thank you you're so the much best. for having me. What a what a treat. <laughs> Thank you so for fun. telling what we're fully we're emotionally affected by that story. <laughs> it's the best way to close this episode out. Oh yeah, we, wait, do you wanna plug anything? Do you have anything? Oh uh, yeah. Well, you know you can watch Minx on Stars. I love one. that show. I'm so sorry we didn't talk about it. I oh, love no. it. Thank it's you. So good. Oh, thank you so much. I love the main guy is I he's my favorite person. Oh he's so um what is it about that guy? Do you, do you like him? Of course. I love everyone on that show. Okay. It's a dream. That's a very professional thing of you to say. <laughs> no, but it's really, it's true. It's true. I would, I would, I would give you the tea. Okay. If there was someone I didn't like, I would, I would straight up tell you. Minx on M-I-N-X? M-I-N-X. It's about the first female magazine, uh, erotic magazine. Mm-hmm. Based on Playgirl magazine from the 70s. Oh, so wow. I play the photographer, Richie. So I take pictures of lots of peen oh, and there's yes. a lot of penis on the show yeah there is a lot of penis on the show it's That's... such a it's like it's a really good cast there's the main woman sorry i never know anyone's name the main woman is this british actress yes, That's Ophelia. such a good actress i was She's so incredible. excited to see her when i was yes, watching that Ophelia and then love you bond jake jo- uh jake johnson <laughs> jake gyllenhaal <laughs> that's the ex-surfer guitar player yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Johnson. Jack Johnson, Jack Johnson, Jack, Jack, Jack pancake Johnson. shoes or whatever uh, that fucking <laughs> that guy sings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so watch Minx on Stars. Watch Dix the Musical, a twenty four movie. I'm in it. Oh, is I there we, is there peens in that fun. too? Uh, is there peens in that? <laughs> dicks like private dicks. Dicks is like there. It's about. Two guys who are... Di- it's a musical. It's A24's first musical. Oh, wow. Um, it's very fun. Very stupid. Um, and you can follow me at Ozzymo. O-Z-Z-Y-M-O on Instagram and X, I guess it's called now. Um, no, you're going to get off that. <laughs> or put a Honda <laughs> or logo or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put a Honda logo across. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and that's called a full circle moment. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. Hong Kong. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome.